Kenichiwa, Minisan. Hello and welcome to Famicast 38, your Famicast for July 2014. I'm your host, Danny Bivens, and today I'm joined by Mr. Ty Shugert. Never trust a Virtua Fighter player. <laughs> Good advice. And also Mr. Matt Walker. I'll make sure never to trust any Virtua Fighter players. <laughs> cool. Uh, so yeah, we have. I think we have a pretty good show lined up for you here today. There's been a lot of stuff going on the past month that um, we're going to talk about. There's been some cool games that have come out here uh, since then too. So um, yeah, we're going to try to fill you in on that stuff. Uh, we also have a special feature that yes. we have later on in the show uh, brought to you by Ty. It's from his mind. So Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best place to have features come from. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, we'll just, uh, I'll tell you, what, we're just going to go ahead and get started after the short musical break with new business. So, stay tuned and, yeah, enjoy the rest of the show. is going to kick us off with new business. Yeah, right. So uh, I know you guys talked about Mario Kart last time, but yeah, I played Mario Kart <laughs> when it came out. Uh, my my big thing is trying to like, you know, 100% games most of the time. So I played the hell out of 150cc in mirror mode, trying to triple star all the courses. Okay. And that hasn't worked out so well. And I've actually... <laughs> actually become a much angrier person because of it. <laughs> I can oh, under- yeah. I can understand that. Yeah. <laughs> lots of lots of getting hit by blue shells after being in first the whole race and then, you know, getting just gang banged from behind after that to the point where oh, I was in first place, now I'm in 10th place. Awesome. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Lots of that. Lots of that. So, uh <laughs> otherwise, I mean, uh I mean, like, you know, you guys talked about the game already, but I I enjoyed it a lot. I think it's great. Like, I mean, obviously it doesn't have anything that's like, you know, uh incredibly innovative or anything but the one thing that i absolutely loved was the retro tracks the way they redid the retro tracks and you know i mean like especially the super famicom ones the super nintendo ones like you know because that's where i started my mario kart experience was playing super mario kart you know right and uh getting to play those again but then also not only with the the updated graphics which looks really cool but also because they've you know added different shortcuts and stuff, you know, because the the mechanics have been updated since then. So that's been my favorite part, uh, getting to see that. Or, like, uh, in the Peach's Castle, uh, one of those cart tracks, they, they added, you know, like, effects. Like, they added, like, the uh, the Sakura pedals, the mm-hmm. cherry blossom pedals falling yeah. and that kind of stuff. Like, so that was a lot of fun for me, getting mm-hmm. to see that kind of stuff as well. I really hope that they do have some kind of, like, course DLC at some point where they're like, yeah, more retro tracks, here you go, for, you know, however much money. I would totally buy that DLC. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm with you, too, man. Like, I, I really thought, I, the you know, the HD versions of these 2D tracks brought into 3D were just amazing. I really right. enjoyed playing them. Definitely, definitely. Well, I think the original tracks are amazing, too. Well, by original, I mean new ones. <laughs> like, like yeah, just definitely. like the, co- the course design, 
they just knocked it out of the park. Definitely. Yeah, and I mean, there's there's certainly that you know there's certainly the fact that the course design's a lot a lot of fun, right? But I don't know if you guys would agree, but I feel like over over time they've actually gotten better about making the courses more Mario themed. You know, like mm-hmm. we started off with like Super Mario Kart, and it was like like donut planes. Okay, well you know that was in you know Super Mario World, so that makes sense. But like. Like, uh, some of some of them, you're just like, where the hell did that come from? That has nothing to do with Mario. Or, like, in Mario Kart 64, you had, like, the Moo Moo Farm or something, right? And it's right, like, right. I, there was, I've never been on a farm in a Mario game in my life. So, <laughs> I, 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 was, I was always kind of disappointed in that. And then, starting with the DS one, they started getting really creative. And they started, uh, they had, let's see here. Was it the DS or the 3DS one where they had Bowser's ship for the first time? The... I, the the, the, you mean the airships and stuff? Yeah, the airships. Yeah, I think that, three, that was yeah. actually the 3DS one. Okay. But, yeah, but, yeah, I think in DS they did start having some, like, cool stuff. There's, like, right. a really cool Wario one in there, if I'm yep. not mistaken. Yep, yep. Yeah, and so, they like, over time they, they get, they've gotten better and better about, like, actually we're, it's called Mario Kart, so we're going to have all kinds of cool Mario stuff in there. And I feel like with uh, this time around, too, they've been really good about that, you know, mm-hmm. actually putting in all these kind of different Mario references and stuff uh, that just make the game, it makes the game feel even cooler, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was my experience with Mario Kart. I don't know if you guys have anything to add to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like. I think it's super pretty and polished looking, but you know, we, I did a lot of complaining last month too. <laughs> like, I don't know how, how do you think it feels compared directly to like the previous Mario Kart games? Uh just like the the handling and stuff. Yeah, it, just like the gameplay, like overall. I mean, uh, the the items and stuff, I think are fine. Uh, the, the handling, uh, ever since, I mean, honestly, ever since, like, you know, Mario, Mario 60, Kart 64, like, the handling has always kind of changed with each entry. Um, and so, it's always interesting, because I'll, like, you know, I'll, I'll get psyched for a Mario Kart game to come out, so I'll go back and play, you know, like, the older ones, and then I'll be like, oh, God, like, I, I you know, can't play this now, because I'm so horrible at the handling, even though, like, I used to be able to, like, you know, power power charge through like every turn and ever since you know the original Mario Kart. Um, so for this one, I had at first I had trouble getting used to the carts, and then I switched over to the the motorcycles, and I was cool. Mm-hmm. I felt like with uh, the motorcycles in particular, like I had a lot easier time cornering and stuff. So. Oh yeah, I, I found that too, and I because I used to be like anti motorcycle, you know, bikes with Mario Kart Wii and. Yeah, with this version, I was like, man, actually, the bikes aren't that bad. You get really great control, like, going around corners and stuff. It takes a little bit to get, you know, to get used to, but, um, right, yeah. Right. Yeah, definitely, exactly. So, I mean, like, I was, I, I started out with carts, and I was like, oh, yeah, okay, this is great, whatever. And then as I got, you know, up to 150cc and stuff, I was like, oh, God, I just can't corner for the life of me. So the, mm-hmm. I said, all right, I'll try out, you know, the motorcycle, and I did that, and then it, that was great. So now I don't think I could even try to use, like, the, uh, the ATVs just because <laughs> <laughs> I'm so used to the, the motorcycles now. I don't know why, Ty. What do you think, man? Um, yeah, I do like the variety of. Well, I mean, I like how the different carts all feel like very different. Although, you know, I kind of feel like like the motorcycle is actually kind of objectively the best for yeah. multiplayer versus. Yeah. yeah. So that variety actually doesn't mean a whole lot in that term. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. I mean, and that's, that's the same thing with the characters, too. It's like, they give us all these characters this time, right? There's got to be like 30-some characters or something, including all the yeah. Cooper kids. It's like, oh, that's great. You have all the characters, but it's pointless. <laughs> right. <You know>? Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely pointless. Yeah. Let's pick a heavy. 
Yeah, it's kind of a shame. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't. I, I, I have the only thing is I haven't really played online at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I don't. I, I haven't been able to find out personally, like you know, what the online experience is like. It's pretty fun. I mean, there, there's lots of bad people you can, <laughs> you can, you can mess up. At least for a while, and like, yeah, like I am pretty impressed with um, how the matchmaking works and how like the ranking system works. Okay. Yeah, it's sort of like like an EL- ELO system, kind of like in chess or every Xbox game, even though the number is usually not visible to you. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so it's pretty easy to tell where you're at, and it matches you up pretty well. Nice. And if you get matched against people with way high rankings than you, that means you have a lot to gain and very little to lose. Okay, right on. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So I like that. I I uh, I was really happy that they had put in the sharing functionality. You know, the uh, like being able to share videos to YouTube and stuff. Although, I mean, I n- I never actually posted anything myself, but just kind of dicking around with the options, I was looking at it and. First, I kind of felt like it's it's kind of limiting just because it's just kind of like, here, the, you know, we're going to edit this video together for you, and this is, you know, what what you can post. And then I, I did eventually find the option that says that, you know, you can post the whole race if you want, right? You can right. save the whole race. So I was, I was glad that they gave you the option to post the whole race, although... I've I've never been in a situation where, <laughs> you know, I've I've personally been in a race where I felt like I really wanted to share this with people. I felt like... For the most part, I've seen, you know, the great clips from people online, but personally, there's nothing that I'm going to be able to do that is going to be more interesting than that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that's exactly how I feel about it, too. I mean, it's such a cool feature, but, yeah, it's like I – first of all, they're going to see all my fuck-ups and <laughs> my race and how maybe I just squeak by or something. But it's like, yeah, what am I doing that's, like, so much better? So yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah. I mean, it's a great it's a great concept. It's a great concept, and I hope they keep doing that. I hope they oh, yeah. keep – and in, in more of their games, they they give you more sharing functionality because I feel like that's really going to be what kind of helps drive game sales and you know virality of games in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, don't forget if it wasn't the Wii U, it would have like Twitch TV functionality built in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <it would>. yeah. <laughs> Although I have, I've I've heard that the the functionality on the PS4 has been kind of uh, what's the word kind of. Off and on, apparently. Like I've heard uh, people say that they've had trouble like posting like Destiny videos and stuff. So, uh, huh? Yeah, actually, oh crap, I forgot. I have like a Destiny beta code that I haven't even tried yet. But yeah, yeah, with you know PS4 stuff, like I, I, I've streamed a few times. Usually, just to James Charlton. He usually, maybe watches me yeah. every once in a while if he's bored. <laughs> <laughs> Gives you a call up. He's like, dude. <laughs> I'm bored. It's usually the other way around. I'm, like, be- I'm, I'm begging him. It's like he's like in his free time. I'm like, hey man, I'll give you like fifty bucks if you watch me play this game. That's brilliant. <laughs> Actually, maybe I'll do that too. Maybe that way I can live vigorously through you since I don't have a PS4. I can be like, there it is, Danny. If you could just play this game for me, and I'm just gonna watch you. I'm gonna okay. hold my PS3 controller while I do it. Okay. Well, you got to watch me play <laughs> NBA 2K14. So all right, yeah. nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Dude, you 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 got up. You're gonna have to start tweeting like, "Hey, I'm about to stream something," so I can I know whether or not you know. Oh yeah, you know seriously. Usually, if I do, I I, I do that, and then nobody watches. So it's yeah. all right. Well, <laughs> keep your eyes peeled. Maybe I'll man. do that. And I can live frivolously through you. That'd be pretty I'll, awesome. I'll just tweet directly at you, and then you'll see like an un HD stream of my game. So. All right, perfect. That's all I need. <laughs> That's all I need. You when can I... set the option on Twitch to tweet automatically when you start streaming. Not really. Oh, cool nice. Twitch fact. Cool. Yep. 
That's really cool. Now, what about what's the Xbox One streaming functionality like? Is that any good? I don't know. I haven't used it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, actually, I, I don't know if it was integrated yet. Like, it wasn't available at launch. That's right. I, I would like to think it's available by now, but, you know, <laughs> well, I already had my own streaming equipment, like, hooked up, so I didn't even look. <laughs> oh, oh, nice, nice. You already got it all hooked up. That's pretty cool. Good to Yeah, I've been, I've been streaming for a while. I, well, I haven't done any streaming recently, but, like, for the last year or two, I've been doing stuff occasionally. Nice. So then if you could just stream some KI for me, so then, again, I can pretend like I own an <laughs> Xbox One and I'm sure living dude. frivolously through you. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, man. Nice. So, yeah, uh, played Mario Kart, and otherwise, you know, I could bore people with telling you how I play. I've been playing more and more Monster Hunter lately. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have, like, 450 hours in the game now. God. <laughs> Good job. Yeah, I've kind of gotten... I've 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 gotten into the periods where like I'll play it a lot and and then like I won't play it at all. I'll like do other more productive stuff like programming. <laughs> Does your wife ever tell you that you're out of control? No, no, because <laughs> you know my wife is addicted to Dragon Quest Ten, so <laughs> hey, yeah. she's too busy playing that to Fair notice. Enough. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, I'm I'm Hunter rank two hundred and Monster Hunter four now and. Good Lord. We'll, we'll all get to find out in the West, you know, how awesome Monster Hunter is when 4G comes out early next year. So that'll be mm-hmm. exciting. Yeah. Cool. All right, man. It's cool. All right. Well, we'll go ahead and take another short musical break and be back on the other side of that with some more new business. back and ty's gonna go ahead and continue on with new business yo what up um well as usual uh i've been playing a lot of fighting games uh this last month well earlier this month was evo (laughs) kind of a big deal (laughs) (laughs) well yeah it's um if you'll check your guinness book of world records if it's within the last year or two i think it might show that Evo is like the largest tournament of anything ever, as far as <laughs> number of participants goes. Hmm. At least for like a live event where you get you know a couple thousand people together. Yeah, it's a it's a madhouse. Yeah, shoot. Nice. Yeah. So, did you go this year? I unfortunately did not go this year. Damn. I've gone before, but I'll tell you what I did do is I did watch the entire thing. <laughs> on like three streams at once over the weekend nice. <laughs> yep and of course we're in japan time so i was like up from midnight till 4 p.m <laughs> nice not missing anything <laughs> well except i had to go to work on monday so i saw some of the grand finals after work that day mm-hmm. but yeah it was amazing it's hype mm-hmm. it's so fun to watch like um Every year, like the grand finals for this for each game are very much like I don't know, like a really compelling story. I would say, mm-hmm. like um, they they have really good uh, commentators. They'll tell you a lot about the players, their mindsets, their history. Um, they had a, like a lot of 
enhanced stats and stuff this year. Uh huh. So you could see like the players' match histories and stuff that were relevant to the match they were playing. Oh, like wow. this guy has played that guy four times and he lost zero three every time. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. Oh man, so yeah. that probably really that really jacks up the the drama there for people yeah, that are watching. I think huh? So yeah, it's almost really, like yeah. yeah, Jesus, that's like. Yeah, that's that's cool. That's cool. They're getting to like that level with that type of stuff. So yeah, you can see this stuff and actually see like history of the competition, all that type of stuff. That's rad. Yeah, and you can uh, still go over to Twitch.tv/eva1 and slash Evo2 and uh, watch the stream archives. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mad Cats was also streaming some side tournaments and things. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were a few random announcements out of the event. Uh, Tekken Seven, huh? Is yeah, not not a huge surprise or anything, <laughs> but that is going to be a game. Might... That's gonna be a game, exactly. <laughs> what, what, Ty, what did you think of that trailer, man? Uh, Tekken Seven trailer. Yeah, actually, I didn't watch it. Uh, it's, it's a good thing. I mean, <laughs> if you're well, if you're a fighting game fan, you would have watched the trailer and been bored to tears because there was no fighting in it. So, oh, right. okay, Just yeah, really maybe I did watch it. And I don't cool. remember it. <laughs> you didn't mess uh, up, trust me. Yeah. They announced another Killer Instinct character. Mm-hmm. Maya. Yeah. Yeah, from KI2. That's right. You notice in her in her profile it says that she's a dual blades user and she's a monster hunter. I'm I'm almost positive that those guys are paying homage to Monster Hunter with that comment. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, I was look- looking awesome. at the nuts and bolts gameplay details they had. And uh okay, so she has two daggers. They level up somehow, huh. and she she can also like uh, throw them, and she has to go pick them up again. So I'm thinking like other fighting game characters in the past that have played like that, like you know, if you play the old Marvel games, you know that Captain America can throw his shield, right. and he would have to go over to it to pick it up. Right. Same as Cody in uh, Street Fighter Alpha Three, right? Right, right, and their their moves and their options change. And uh, let's see, fighting game characters that level up, like Frank West in Marvel. I don't know if you remember, but he would have to he would have to do like a long combo, and then take a picture, <laughs> like, in, <laughs> like like in the game, right? He'd take a picture of his combo, right? And uh, he would try to level up to level five. And if he had a really sick combo, you could do that in one combo. Oh, nice. And he would become very, very dangerous. He would be, he would get like uh, the really good weapons from the Dead Rising games, like the chainsaw paddles and stuff. Nice. And yeah, with the long reach, it's super oppressive. You have to be really careful <laughs> when he gets those. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's what I thought of when they talked about uh, her details. It, it was kind of a surprise though, because the previous trailer where they. Uh, showed TJ combo. They hinted at Cinder, right? And we did not get shown Cinder. Now that we've seen Maya, how, what do you think of her? Uh, her dis- or how, what do you think of? And I know we've asked you this before, but what do you think of all the the new KI designs in general? The kind of remix designs of the classic characters, including Maya. Um, uh, generally, I'm very pleased with them. I, you know, I could go through and evaluate them all individually, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> How about who are, oh, who are your top? Who's your who's your favorite new design and who's your your least favorite new design? Um, I kind of want to say Spinal is my favorite new redesign. 
I didn't think they would be able to redesign him very well because you know he's a skeleton. Right. <laughs> how, how, how do you redesign, redesign that? So well, you know he's it, got the shield and the sword and uh, the bandana. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I guess they they took that to be like an open canvas and like you know he was based on the the skeletons from Jason and the Argonauts. Oh yeah yeah. True story. I'd heard that. Maybe from yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, they kind of dropped that and went straight to Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Uh, the week they showed him, my friend made this joke. It made me laugh really hard. Like, he posted the trailer and he said, You best start believing in teleport mix ups, Jago. Because nice. you're in one. <laughs> it was terrible, but I laughed. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. So, then who's um, your least favorite design? My least favorite? Let me think about that. Mm, I kind of miss that Thunder doesn't have a mohawk anymore. Good call. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he's still good. It's a little weird trying to create a Native American <laughs> fighting game character is, like, always treacherous territory. Right. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. I agree with you though. I think I think for the most part, the all the remixed, you know, all the new designs have been really cool, and I was I've been pretty happy, and including Maya. I think Maya looks really cool. Right, right. Yeah, although they they only showed character art. They haven't shown like a three D model or anything. Right. Yeah, that's kind of why I think there's like maybe behind the scenes a last minute change of plans on what character they were going to show. Right. D- just my suspicions. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, there's that. Oh, yeah. Um, one of my Japanese friends actually participated in Killer Instinct at Evo. Oh, oh that's nice. right. You already mentioned yeah. that. How did he do? Uh, he did pretty good. He he didn't make it out of his pool. He almost did. Mm-hmm. He had maybe one of the hardest pools, though. Hmm. It was the one that had Grimm's in it, and he's won major tournaments, and he was top eight. Nice. So, but, yeah, he sent a decent number of people home, and mm-hmm. that was good. So then, what are what are your, some of your your highlights from Evo? Then I know, uh, I all I remember from you know now that this was a couple a couple days ago here, all I can remember is that uh, thinking that every year everyone is is so excited about uh, oh god, what's his name? Who's the who's the really popular Street Fighter two player from way back in the day? Daigo. Daigo. Everybody always talks about how awesome Daigo is, and he's like the best. And then he always gets kicked out <laughs> and so I, I just and i remember i'm pretty sure i posed this question to twitter you know to you guys saying so what's the deal with daigo does he just get like bad luck every year or what i mean because you know he's he's kind of a legend but yeah he still wins lots of tournaments okay but the the thing with evo is um like every good player is there okay like all of them like so even if you're number one the best the odds are still stacked heavily against you okay I, I think that's one way to look at it. Okay. And I'm sure it didn't help that in Street Fighter anyways, they were using Ultra Street Fighter 4, right? Not. Yeah, they were using the new one. Right. And, yeah, across the board, like, nobody has, like, a lot of experience with it. Right. Like, not a lot of play players had switched characters for Ultra. Daigo was one who did. He was playing Evil Ryu, who is uh, really beastly in this version. Okay. But he he had he did have a, like a couple of unlucky matchups, and you know maybe he wasn't super used to him since he's 
mostly played regular old Ryu forever. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. Well, damn, that's a shame. Because, yeah, he, he got kicked out pretty early on Saturday, from what I recall. At least our Saturday. I don't know what. I guess that could have been Friday night in California. Yeah. But. Well, he got put out by John Choi, who is like another old school legend. Right, right. Yeah, and uh, that video wasn't on the stream, but it is on the internet now. Oh, nice. And you can watch it. And, and in fact, there is a whole article on Shoryuken.com of, about, like, like where 10 different players, like, evaluate the match. Too much information, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was good. It was good to read. Cool. But cool. Uh, my highlights, um, I really, really liked the Blaze Blue finals. That was kind of the highlight for me. I guess, especially outside Japan, not a lot of people play that game, I think. But uh, the the whole grand finals were so good. Cool. Please watch them. <laughs> they, they were a little funny, too. They, like, there was some dude, like, uh, in the front row, like, straight up waving around a body pillow. Yeah, <laughs> I remember hearing about that body pillow yeah. guy. Was that a blaze blue, blue pillow then? or No. No, just some random. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are we talking like completely nude body pillow? No, like no, Gabe it's, Newell it's, it, body pillow or what? No, it's, it's safe for work and grandma. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we're talking like dwarf, you know, basketball skin body pillow. Yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, but I mean, you know, when, when Ty goes to Evo next year, you know, he's playing in the Blaze Blue Finals, I fully expect to bring my Danny Bivens body pillow. Yeah, yes, yes. Wave that they're, around. They're in production right now. So, All right. Yeah, you can order one. We'll, we'll have that. We'll have the information to you guys pretty soon. Keep listening to the episode. Get your PayPal accounts ready. Yeah. Let's <laughs> get it ready, guys. Um. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, watch those. I, I really like Tekken Finals as well. Like, one of the, the grand finalists is a kid who's only, like, 15. Wow. Nice. It's a player from Japan. Yeah, young <laughs> blood. He's really good. <laughs> Although he lost to a really good Korean player yeah. in the grand final. Um, what so, Let else? me ask you this, then, about Tekken. What what version of Tekken do they play, then? Uh, they're playing, you know, Tekken Tag Tournament 2. Okay. Nice. okay. Yep. Um, yeah. So, like, all, all the grand finals are really good. Um, man. Justin Wong, like, murdered everyone in Marvel this year, and it was hard-earned. You know, he's, like, the OG, like, untouchable Marvel champion, and he hadn't won the last couple years. So, it was good to see him back. Yeah. Um, yeah, Street Fighter Grand Finals. Oh, man, you'll never guess who won. No, I won't, because I don't know anyone's name but Daigo. <laughs> right. Right. It was actually uh, the French player. That's Scandal right. Scandalous Luffy. That's right. Yep, I remember hearing about that. Yep. And he used Rose. Right, and he used Rose, which I remember people saying. That was pretty crazy, right? Um. Well, I mean, she's good, but, you know, it's, a, it's the first time Rose has won Evo, I think, and uh, the first time someone from Europe has won Evo in Street Fighter. Hmm. So, yeah. That was exciting. Nice. Did, were there any were there any moments like you know, in the video, the classic video from Street Fighter Three Third Strike, where you have the one guy who's playing with Ken or somebody at like you know oh, a sliver of health. Moment thirty-seven. Yeah, right, and then he and then he manages to parry every single move of of Chun Li's super combo and then come back for the win. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head, but. 
I think just earlier today, actually, or yesterday, um, someone posted a compilation of like all the really interesting moments. Nice. At Evo, actually, I think by now a number of people have posted their own compilations. Nice, good deal. But, and and uh, if you guys look in the liner notes, Danny will post the link for you there. He'll he'll go yes. and he's gonna go and find the link for us, aren't you, Danny? Maybe because he's such a nice guy. <laughs> I'll find it. I, I, yeah. Well, it, it it could be in there if if, if it's found. <laughs> by me or Ty. <laughs> there's just gonna yeah, be I'll, I'll, there's just gonna be an apology in the notes. Yeah. Sorry, guys. No. no. Matt lied to you. Matt's a dirty liar. Yeah. Just like refer them to the body pillow online shop. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Here's the PayPal account. Yeah. <laughs> that that reminds me. Okay, I think maybe I mentioned this last time, but uh, in the fighting game group I'm in for my local hometown. Mm-hmm. I was running a contest. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think I did mention mm-hmm. this. You did. Whoever uh, most closely guesses the Killer Instinct character lineup for season two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so far we actually have one person who guessed TJ and then Maya. So he's probably going to get it. Nice. <laughs> Unless somebody like matches up like the last six characters more precisely, I guess. <laughs> Jesus, so there's there's eight characters per season? Yeah. Wow. That's the plan. It it might be you might consider it to be nine since they're gonna give Shadow Jago his own move set. Okay. Yeah. Jesus, that's a lot of characters. Yeah. So, what what this guy is going to win is something I call the anime box, <laughs> where I I send a bunch of fun bullshit from Japan, like you know, toys, comics, dried squid. Dried squid, <laughs> snacks, crazy Kit Kats. Danny Bivens body pillows. Danny Bivens body pillows. Yeah. Straight from Japan. Yeah, so, yeah. During Evo, I announced that the winner will be getting a body pillow. <laughs> <laughs> so he is going to get one. I don't know what it's going to be yet. I think we already have the answer. <laughs> exactly. Okay, okay. Um, all right, uh, moving on from all that Evo stuff. Um, watch Evo, by the way. It's great. Uh, let's see. I actually played a game. I've been playing a lot of Skyrim. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. I got that last DLC. Trying to grind out every achievement. I'm almost there. Takes forever. But it's still fun. Yep. Good deal. Good deal. Yeah, you were playing the last time we were talking. So that's great. That that That's something that you can enjoy for that long. That you're, And you're still not sick of it, huh? Yeah, I'm not. Good deal. It's pretty... Like, I kind of do it to take a break from fighting games, like, since it's a game where you can kind of take it easy, mm-hmm. you know, like, the combat isn't hard or re- in-depth, really, and it's mostly just exploring and making numbers go up. Cool. Mm-hmm. And enjoying some of the crazy characters you run into. So that's fun. And filling houses with, you know, boxes and stuff and... Yeah, and the fact that because of the the persistence in the in the save system, they'll still be there when you come back, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, kleptomania simulator. Nice. <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah, I I have I have three manners decked out with all the fixins, including Danny Bivens body pillows, of course. Yeah. Obviously. Right. Yes. Obviously. Excellent. Anime is real. 
Get your <laughs> get your PayPal accounts ready. We're gonna have a mod ready, a Skyrim mod ready for the mm-hmm. Danny Bivens body pillow in Skyrim. It's gonna be great. Oh yes. man, Skyrim mods. <laughs> we'll, we'll be giving out the secret code later, so be sure to keep uh, listening. Secret code. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and maybe just one thing real quick: Skullgirls is still coming out with new characters. Uh. The release for Skullgirls Encore finally came out in Japan, so I've been able to get online matches. Mm-hmm. So that's great. I love it. Yeah, man. I, you know, I, I missed out on being able to get it on PlayStation Plus because I'm dumb. You know, just the, <laughs> the original version or whatnot. And uh, yeah, so you, right? you are dumb. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe I'll, Yeah, yeah. Maybe if I can get a code, I'll gift it to you or something. Okay. Maybe. Can you get? The, can you gift it to me on Wii U? <laughs> no. Okay, well, it's, yeah. but the game is coming out on PS4 and Vita. Hmm. That was announced during Evo. Cool. Nice. Yep. And the next character is almost done, and they started on the one after that. Mm-hmm. And they got one more after that, and you know, oh, and they're actually getting p- paid for sales of the game now, so they're not just coasting off that Kickstarter money. <laughs> yeah, good for them. Good for them. Yeah, they were in a terrible financial situation. And I, I, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the curse, but they they developed this game on an ancient Indian burial ground, and everything that has gone wrong has gone wrong. Was that like a real thing, or is it just legend, or what? Well, it, it's more like a metaphor, right? Okay. <laughs> like, so yeah, it's more of a metaphor. <laughs> But it, it's, like, so bad that nobody is surprised when everything goes wrong. <laughs> like, it more or less started when, like, their publisher got sued for something unrelated to the game development. And, you know, production stopped and they didn't get paid. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they all, like, quit or got laid off and then made a new studio and just continued development of the game on their own mm-hmm. with uh, Kickstarter money. And they've been living on near minimum wage since then. Right. <laughs> yeah, for like a year. And, um, yeah. And they've been getting hit by all sorts of... Well, you know, you have to submit your game updates to Sony and Microsoft. And sometimes they want lots of money to do their own bug testing. And sometimes they don't get back to you. And also, their publisher for the Xbox store was Konami, and Konami like pulled it without any explanation. Oh, awesome! <laughs> and they, yeah, they recently, yeah, when the Encore update came out, they got it back on with a, a new publisher. And yeah, it's a curse. Hmm. Definitely, they've, they've run into a lot of bad luck. So it's good to hear that they're finally getting you know their own money from the sales. And yeah, so buy Skullgirls. Right, seriously, these guys. Will be ever grateful for your support. Oh, and it's also a really good game. So get <laughs> I mean, in there. You can tell, right? You can tell just like looking at the screenshots and videos of it. You know, even if you've never played the game, that they just they clearly have just so much love for what they're doing. You know, with that. Yeah. So. It, yeah, and more characters. It's great. Great game. Get in there. <laughs> definitely, definitely pick it up on. It's it's out on Windows too, right? Yeah, you can get it on Steam. So, yeah, you can get it on Steam. Sometimes there are sales. Just you know, put it on your wish list if nothing else. Yeah. And if you buy it, I believe you get to be in the permanent beta or the endless beta. That's what it's called. 
and you can try out the new characters as they're partially constructed. Oh, how cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Yep. I'm going to add that to my wish list right now. Yeah, do it. Add Skullgirls to your Steam wish list. Okay. Yep. Oh, and uh, when the DLC characters come out, they are free for the first three months. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like, maybe the first two aren't free anymore, depending on which system and which region you're in. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. The new one's coming out. There's three more. They're going to be free. Well, and even even you know, if you miss the the free period, they can't. I'm sure the, their characters, right? They probably don't cost that much money, right? Yeah, five bucks. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, support that game. So good. Nice. And and I think that wraps it up for what I've been doing. Well, I was playing uh, Walking Dead season two, as was everyone else. So uh, except me, I'm just probably gonna wait for all of them to come out, then that- go for it. That's fine. There's only one more chapter. Oh, hey, great. Man, I've been kind of out of the loop with those. Cause I really enjoyed the first one. I thought it was really great. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Well, and it's actually, good. it's it's out here in Japan. Well, season one's like out here in Japan, like on iTunes and stuff. And I think Square Enix is like publishing or something. Something wow. like that. Yeah. Because I was surprised. I was just screwing around on the Japanese iTunes and I saw that and I was like, wow, that's incredible. Funky. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, it's good that you like the first season because today, or actually yesterday at San Diego Comic-Con, I think, they announced that they're going to do a third season. So, Oh, wow. Cool. Well, why know. wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah. Yep. So it's happening. It's definitely, it's officially happening anyways. Sweet. Yep, so that wraps it up for me then. Cool. All right, well, we'll take one more quick break, and then I'll come back and close this out with the new business. <laughs> Like I said, I'm going to go ahead and close this out with new business here. I have a couple things I've been playing. Uh, One is actually a brand new game that just came out this past week for free on the Wii U eShop, and it's a timed... Uh, release type of a thing and I'll, I'll go ahead and kind of explain it first and this kind of like leads into a bit of some new stuff and I guess we'll just get it out of the way here now but I don't know if you guys had seen this but Nintendo just this past week has opened up the ability to use like uh, the NFC like payment cards like on Wii U like on the eShop and stuff did you guys see anything about that? Um, no, I'll take your word for it. Okay. <laughs> I, I swear, if you look at your, like, your smart device right now or whatever, you can see some official Nintendo picture with this penguin, uh, for, like, this Suica card, this, like, uh, NFC payment card, and they're all together and stuff. And basically, yeah, so you can just use these cards as an extra payment option on your Wii U, which is kind of cool just to have that finally. Cause I, I mean, they talked about this stuff, like, at some point last year, and it, I just figured... It's like wow, they just totally forget about this stuff, right. you know. But but no, I mean they totally did it. I, I even used my card; I had like a couple bucks on it, and could have used it for train fare. But I was like, ah, I'm just gonna use it for this <laughs> for nothing. Basically. Wow, yeah. Now that you mention it, I was at Seven Eleven today. Mm-hmm. And I bought like you know a snack or something, and uh, on the receipt there was like a little ad at the bottom for mm-hmm. um, I guess a new Yoshi's Island game. Yoshi's something. Oh yeah, Yoshi's new a new island that just came out that came out in the states and I think Europe back in the spring. Yeah. For whatever reason, it took that long to bring it to Japan. Yeah. 
So they're filling out new and interesting advertising space. Yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah, definitely. Interesting. So uh, was it a pretty seamless process getting to use the NFC card there? The oh, yeah, card? it was Oh yeah, it was no problem at all. I mean, you basically, when you go into, like, your payment options to add funds, you just it's just an option there, and it's as simple as just tapping your card over the NFC reader, and then it makes some kind of, like, a beeping sound outside of, like, the from the Wii gamepad, and then... Yeah, that's it. You your money's added on there. It's wow. pretty simple. Nice. You like have to you know you choose how much you want to add like before or after or whatnot. Nice. Um, I mean that's really nice. I mean I don't know you know how big of a thing it's gonna be in the West, but that's really nice for Japan because maybe you guys have even discussed before that you know it's credit cards are kind of a not as big of a thing over here. You know? Right. So you know it's especially for someone that's you know maybe under under adult age i don't know sure. if that'd be like the age of 18 or 20 or whatever but you know getting a credit card is probably not the easiest thing to do so sure. being able to just you know add stuff to your suica card add you know put money on your suica card come home and then just you know scan that to your wii u whenever oh, you yeah. want oh yeah it's basically it's nice. i mean yeah it's it's kind of like yeah exactly it's the same idea as having a credit card because it's more like debit but you preload your card with money you know uh, so it's convenient to have um yeah i really I thought it was pretty cool. I already have like a credit card here, and but you know it is kind of nice just to be able to have something that will just take my cash directly without any interest on top of it or something, you know. Um, But one thing they did for this whole new Suica thing, whether or this not Suica, it's all sorts of like different cards and stuff like uh, here. But um, like this, they're doing this kind of campaign where they're trying to entice you to use like these cards like on the eShop. And one way they did this is by releasing this free game. It's called uh, Buta Metal. It could be translated as like Pig Metal. And it, like the the whole idea is it's it's like a kind of like a puzzle game, like almost puzzle slash pinball game without like flippers. And essentially, like this game has you launching like these little pig coins, and you're trying to get into a goal. And the way you want launch is kind of like how you do with a pinball game. Except for, you know, on the gamepad, you're pulling down, like, the control stick, like, down, and it just launches it. And it shows you this little arrow on the screen, too, so you can see, like, kind of, like, the trajectory of the thing, like, where you're going to go. So, um, yeah, and, I mean, you know, it has, like, all these sorts of, like, pinball things. It has, like, bumpers and, you know, flippers, all sorts of other crazy stuff like that. But um, you're supposed to try to get in this, like, this little goal. It looks like a little bucket kind of, like, thing and stuff. But, um, you know, as you start out, you get 30 coins right off the bat, like, just from the game and then you know once you run out they're like well crap you need to get some more coins so i was thinking okay it's one of those things where i'm, I'm gonna have to like pay money and get these or i'm gonna have to wait some you know ungodly amount of time you know like free to play stuff but the way this works is because like i said they, they're wanting to make you use like these you know this new payment method they're like hey if you add you know a buck to your nintendo account we will give you like three or 30 free coins to play and basically that makes it so you can use this 100 yen or you know this dollar on any type of purchase that you want to make in the future interesting um yeah so it's kind of it's kind of bizarre and <laughs> yeah you know initially i was kind of like wait what so you're saying i'm paying a dollar for 30 coins well yes but it's a dollar that you get to spend on whatever you want um, that's great you don't yeah. have to give us money you can give somebody else money just give <laughs> somebody money yeah I mean, yeah. So, I mean, you, you know, like I said, I, I did that. It just adds up on your little, you know, balance and stuff. You just use it however you want. Nice. Um, but, uh, yeah, and, you know, initially I thought you could only do this via, you know, be able to get these type of coins with only that, you know, NFC payment card. But, no, you can actually still get it by just, you know, adding money via a credit card or Nintendo 
uh, point card, which is kind of unfortunate because right before I downloaded the game, I had a 3,000 yen uh, prepaid card I just got. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, no, but, you know, as as for the game, it's kind of a fun, simple little puzzle game. Like I said, kind of pinball-related type of stuff. And uh, there was like like 90 stages, like three worlds, 30 per each, and stuff like that. And um, it's not incredibly hard, but, I mean, it's pretty fun. Um, it's made on the Nintendo web framework, uh, stuff. Okay. And so when I've noticed when I was playing it on like TV, that sometimes is a little bit jittery <laughs> whenever you're playing, whenever you're trying to control the trajectory of, you know, where this thing's going to shoot by pressing down, you know, on the control stick, um, which is kind of annoying. But I noticed when I was playing on the gamepad though, it wasn't really showing that stuff. I, I'm not exactly sure why, but... I mean, that's kind of annoying, and, you know, sometimes the load time stuff, it's kind of chugs a little bit, but... Um, Interesting. Yeah, overall, it's a fun game, and like I said, it's it's a limited type of release here, so it's only available until, I believe, August 31st, um, so if you have a Japanese Wii U and wanted to play something that's kind of fun, not bad, it's, you know, a good way to waste a couple hours in total, and you could beat the whole goddamn game, <laughs> um, then yeah, I'd say go for it, but... I yeah, know, I'll have to see if I have any money on my on my my NFC card. I'll see if the one that I have is like, oh no, I have a Suica, so it should be okay. It should be yeah, okay. yeah. And you could even just because I was just doing because I started because I only had like two bucks or something, and then I ran out very quickly because I used it like two times. <laughs> and then you know it just still like reads the card and stuff, and just says like, hey, idiot, you have like five yen on your card. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> so. But yeah, other than that, another release I've been playing is uh, something that came out here back in June, like middle of June, and that's Metroid Zero Mission. Um, yeah, I think whenever I posted my uh, little article, weekly article about Japanese releases, people were like, oh man, I really want to play that. And you know, I, I thought the exact, exact same thing. That's why I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, this for me, this is like a game I always wanted to play like back in the day. I had, I got really got started with Metroid Prime. I'm one of those guys. And, um, wow. You know, I had, yeah, I'm, that's uh, me. These young whippersnappers. <laughs> Seriously. And, you know, I'll be honest, the only Metroid game I've ever beaten is Metroid Prime. Uh, um, uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But I, I was listening to uh, Nintendo Voice Chat, the IGN Nintendo podcast, and for some reason, like, this came up, and they were talking about how, yeah, Zero Mission's out in Japan and stuff like that. And they were ask, somebody was asking, like, what would be a good starting point, like, you know, and some people were saying, you know, Super Metroid, and then I think Jose Otero, he was like, no, man, like, Zero Mission's like the way it's, the, where it's at, just in terms of just, like, it's, it's, it's kind of hand-holdy, but not, like, so much to where it's, like, super easy. Um, so, yeah, no, I've, I've been enjoying it a lot. I mean, you know, I've, I've played Metroid before. I've played Super Metroid. I've played the original Metroid 2, which is incredibly difficult. But um, Oh, so you have played them, at least. Oh, yeah, I've played them. I own Super Metroid, like, Three or four or five times, believe it or not. <laughs> nice. I just I still haven't beat it. But, wow. What was the yeah. title of last month's podcast? Uh, yeah, what something me failing. Get good. Something. There it is. Yeah, and <laughs> let's just not go into okay. that. <laughs> yeah, but I'm trying to get good, and I'm trying to um, uh, beat this one. I'm about like five or six hours in right now. I think I'm like halfway through or something. A zero and, mission. Um, yeah, zero mission. I'm trying to like collect as much stuff as I can, and um, trying to avoid looking at FAQs as much as possible. Um, 
<laughs> stuff like that. I don't know. Did you guys ever play Zero Mission back in the day? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. I, I've played oh. all the all of them. I mean, I, I started with Metroid One and always played them. So. Oh my god! I, you know, I I got Metroid One when I was in high school from like one of my friends. I like traded him something or bought it from him for like five bucks or something. And I don't know. It was just like so old school. It was just painful for me. I know it's not a problem for everybody out there, but um. That makes sense. I mean, you know, obviously things have been a lot more streamlined. I'm sure one of the reasons that everybody, you know, suggested Super Metroid to you first was because mm-hmm. that's it's it's basically the same concept, but it's still a little it's like a little m- more well designed, mm-hmm. I think, so that you don't always feel you know lost. Maybe, maybe like, more right. friendly is the word you're looking mm-hmm. for. Yeah, yeah, good call. Yeah, and you know, like I said, with Zero Mission, I don't I don't really feel that. I feel like you know I. I'm never really getting stuck unless I'm just doing something absolutely stupid, <laughs> you know, just totally missing. Oh, there's a, there's a crack there. I can just bomb. And how the hell the hell did I miss that? You know, stuff like that. Right. Um, so yeah, I, you know, I'm planning on continuing to play this and, um, yeah, move on to super Metroid so I can, you know, finally put on my big boy pants and join the <laughs> club or something. <laughs> so, but that's interesting. So, and then, I mean, since you started, you really got into it with prime prime. Didn't prime have like a way that you could unlock, the NES Metroid and play that on your GameCube. Yeah, you if you had Metroid Fusion, you could right. uh, and you could connect it with the Game Boy Advance. You can play that on there. Oh my God! So I probably own like three, four versions of that too. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo fan problems. It's a, it's a thing. Seriously, it's, man. <laughs> yeah, for real, man. Cool. Well, that pretty much does it for me. So we'll go ahead and just end new business right there. And when we come back, we have a little bit of news to talk about. And so, yeah, we'll be back after this short musical break. All right, so we're going to go ahead and kick it off with the news. Uh, as usual, we're going to go ahead and do the Media Create Sales. This information actually comes from July 14th to July 20th. It's the most recent information uh, we had at the time of recording. Uh, in terms of software, Yokai Watch 2, which just came out on July 10th or 11th, I believe. Uh, there are two versions, uh, Gonzo, Gonzo and Honke. Not honky, like I wrote in the agenda <laughs> on 3DS. Uh, that particular week sold about a little over 300,000 uh, copies, already up like 1.6 million, which is crazy. Um, number two, that particular week, Ori Shika Tainted Bloodlines uh, for the Vita. I have no idea. I don't know anything about this game. Uh, sold just under 100,000 copies, about 93,000. Um, oh my god, I can't read my. Okay. Atelier Shally, Alchemist of Dusk Sea, the Dusk Sea, sure, on uh, the PS3, about 43,000. This is a very <laughs> Japanese list here. Actually, yeah, kind of. <laughs> Number four, uh, Gundam Tri-Age SP on 3DS, about 21,000. I think it's like an RTS type of thing. It probably is all the Gundam games are <laughs> like that anyways nowadays, it seems like. Um, kind of surprising coming in number five, Mario Kart 8 still kind of going a little bit strong here, about 14,000, almost 15,000 units. It's up to about 542,000 as a, on a whole, uh, here in Japan. And then still coming in at number six, Yokai Watch 1. Yeah. About a little over 12,000, uh, 1.2 million, uh, total. That's not bad. And, um, yeah, in terms of hardware, uh, you know, 3DS doing really well, about 37,000. 
uh, kicks it up to about 15.8 million lifetime to date here. Uh, Wii U, not doing so hot, about 8,200 units sold through. It's up to about 1.8 million. Not terrible. Uh, not Run great. for the hills. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, Ty, Ty did mention this in the, in the break. Uh, it, it is above PS3 and PS4, and, well, well. yeah, that's, that's about it. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, so that pretty much does it with sales stuff, unless you guys have any comments or anything you want uh, to Hey, add. Wii U is the leading non-portable system in Japan. Actually, that's true. That's the, that is a good point. If you look at it, you're trying to put a positive spin on it. Maybe, exactly. uh, or maybe you could uh, <laughs> interpret it as non-portable systems are not doing well in Japan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably a fair assessment. Um, we'll see when Smash comes out and a real Zelda things might heat up. Yeah. So, in terms of other stuff going on, uh, this past month i think it was on july 23rd uh, a new dimpleman came out uh it's series i think there's i think all three of them have been released outside of japan by now um but this is an actual free version of the game it's just called dimpaningen no rpg free and it's free and i i remember reading something on their website they said something like uh, they're they're planning on adding like maybe some kind of new quest and stuff like that like every day or every week something like that i haven't actually tried it yet so i have no idea i played i think the first two games and it's you know it's kind of like old school rpg type of stuff grind the thons uh, but you know it's it's kind of cute it has like a really cool aesthetic and stuff so that's okay i guess and uh, still no word about if it's going to be coming out to the West anytime soon, though. So, have you guys ever played the Dimpleman games or any interest in this type of stuff? No! <laughs> I knew that was coming from you, man. <laughs> if, it's, if it was a fighting game, it would be a different story. If it was Dimpleman, the fighting game, that's, hey, that's maybe the one coming. that I'd be down with. Yeah. <laughs> We'd have to talk to Nintendo. I'd be like, look, we got a buddy. All right. <laughs> If yeah. you could just make this game, put make it a fighting game for him, he'd actually play it. We'll throw in a Danny Bivens uh, pillow. It'll be Boom. awesome. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll, I'll call just the, I'll, do this yeah, for I'll, us. I'll call Genius Sonority right now and tell them, hey, this is this is the dope, yo. There we go. So, we'll we'll see. get a meeting <laughs> set up with those guys. That'll be good. Yeah, actually, <laughs> I, uh, I I played the demo of, I think, the first one. Uh-huh. As far as, and it, it wasn't, I didn't really play it for very long. In fact, I think I just kind of, like, booted up, like, like, you know, had pointed my t- my 3DS in the air and saw, like, a bunch of little guys uh, flying around. Yeah. And then I don't know if I did anything after that. <laughs> yeah, uh, that I know it's that, supposed to be pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, that part's... I, I really don't like that type of stuff, this gimmicky type of crap where you're moving your stuff around. I, I don't really like, like, motion gaming outside of stuff that's, like, where it makes sense, like, you know, Wii Sports or something. Right, Wii um, Sports. I mean, I know... Yeah, you're right. Motion gaming, I mean... It, it kind of sucks for for Nintendo that you know the the way they're trying to push the Wii U the gamepad is by with the gyrometer essentially right they're like look you can hold the uh, um, the gamepad up and kind of use it to to aim at stuff and it's like that's great except uh, my arms are going to get tired and I don't want to do that so yeah looking at you giant robot demo <laughs> at E three exactly um, no and yeah I, I have no idea if this new version I mean it's three DS. But I have no idea if this actually has that same type of stuff in there. I mean, this is the fourth game in the series. Right. Maybe they figured out that, hey, maybe it's popular. I don't know. I hate it. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I hate that stuff, but I'm not everyone. So I think it's pretty popular. It seems like, I mean, it's it's been popular enough that, you know, they keep making games. So. Right, right. And I, I, let me clarify. I didn't mean I hate this game. I mean, I just hate, like, the emotion stuff. Right. <laughs> anyway. Fair enough. 
Yeah. In other news too, uh, so some of you might have saw this on the site, uh, Dragon Quest X is coming to the 3DS in Japan this September. It's coming out on the 4th. Um, it's going to be 3,800 yen. And the thing is, this isn't going to be running like natively on 3DS. It's actually going to be streaming from like a cloud, the cloud service or something. And you're also going to have like cross-platform play with people that are playing on Wii, Wii U, PC. And I'm assuming, they didn't say on their website, because you can also do some kind of streaming play with Dragon Quest X on like, I think Android now. Right, exactly. There's a, I don't know if it's a specific Android phone, but on Android you can actually stream uh, Dragon Quest X to your phone and play it that way. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of ludicrously expensive. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, for, yeah, for a mobile game because you have to pay it's a, it's a subscription game but right. it's you know the subscription game on wii and wii u and on the pc i think it's it's only like it's like 10 bucks a month or something like that for a month mm-hmm. so you know that's reasonable it's what you'd come, come to expect but for the android version and perhaps for the 3ds version as well you can basically pay for x number of days so right for a couple days and this is right. you know after you've paid the 3,800 yen or whatever it would be for, you know, right. the actual game. Well, the, <laughs> the good news, the only good news maybe about this is if you buy the 3DS version, um, which it's kind of weird because I'm, 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 I'm trying, I was looking at like this, I was looking at a news story in a Japanese site and I was looking at, I think, Square Enix's website, trying to figure this out because it's, you don't actually buy like a cartridge you, if you buy it, you're just buying, like, a download code or something like that. And then it gives you access to the cloud stuff, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you buy this, it's going to come with some kind of a free 60-day pass for the game. So you get to play the game for, like, two months for free. Yeah, that's pretty which cool. Which is pretty cool. But, you know, for in terms of, like, pricing on 3DS, it's going to be three days. is like, 350 yen. So about, like, $3.50. And, you know, 10 days is 650 yen. And 30 days, you know, a month is about uh, 1,500 yen. It's about 15 bucks. So... I don't know. I mean, they, this is something that they had showed off earlier in the month because there was a special uh, third-party 3DS event where they sh- a lot of companies showed off a bunch of stuff. Some stuff that we already knew about, uh, which I'll kind of get into a little bit with the next couple stories. But, um, yeah, this is one of the things they had talked about. And I think it broke, like, in maybe Famitsu, like, a few days before the actual Direct. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's cool. I, I haven't played... Dragon Quest Ten, and you know, I kind of got my feet wet with Dragon Quest last year with Dragon Quest Seven, and you know, this year I played Dragon Quest Monsters Two, and I, not a big fan of like <laughs> uh, spin-offy Dragon Quest things. But um, I don't know, Matt. Like, what do you think, man? Like, if I enjoyed a game like Dragon Quest Seven, I mean, I know this is like a completely different type of thing because it's you know an MMO, right? Yeah, it's an MMORPG through and through. So, I mean, if if you're, if you want to get into it, you're going to have to get used to like playing with people, uh, finding people, <laughs> and then playing with them. They they have you know a lot of they've done what they can to kind of streamline it so that if you don't want to play people with people, there's other stuff you can do as far as like you can hire their characters when they're offline, and then oh like, yeah, yep, the characters will accrue experience points and money when you use those characters, but it's still. Like, my wife has played so much that, you know, she's, she's you know, to points where, you know, if she tries to fight against, like, a, a you know, a boss at her level, it has to be with real people because, the you know, the, the AI is just not going to be smart enough to play the way that the people would play. So, uh, Are, yeah. Is she playing on Wii? Uh, she, well, I mean, <laughs> she, <laughs> she's, <okay>. she's, playing <laughs> on, she's playing on Wii U, but then uh, <laughs> she, she actually has two accounts. <laughs> <And> so... <laughs> 
The one account, she can only play on the Wii because she doesn't mm-hmm. want to spend the money to upgrade it to the Wii U. So. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no. She, and the other thing is she wanted to be able to play. She wanted to be able to basically play on the Wii U and the Wii at the same time by basically, you know, on the, playing with the Wii U and then, like, you know, dragging the character from the Wii around and leveling it up. So <laughs> That's awesome. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Productivity. That. It's hardcore, man. <laughs> that is ridiculous, man. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's I've been kind of tempted to try it out, and maybe Matt, you can answer this for me too, because I know actually I think this summer, maybe in August, they're releasing some kind of like a new pack for Dragon Quest X on the Wii and Wii U and stuff. Is this something like a complete pack or something like that? Uh, it's probably yeah, going to be like basically version one and two in the same mm-hmm. pack is probably all it's going to be. So, if I were just to buy version two, would I need version one to actually play or? I think so, yeah. I think I, okay. I, uh, I'm pretty sure that's the way it would work, yeah. I don't okay. think you'd be able to play with just version 2. Okay, because I, I noticed it was like significantly cheaper <laughs> when it came out, and even like, it's even cheaper uh, now. Yeah, because it's, like, it's just like an expansion pack. So Yeah, okay, I thought yeah. so. Okay. Well, yeah, maybe if I'm feeling a little bit crazy, maybe I'll d- dive in, but I'm, I'm, yeah, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> but... Um, another bit of news that kind of came out of that same Nintendo Direct, uh, Monster Hunter 4G is dated for the 3DS in Japan. Uh, it's going to be October 11th. Uh, physical version is going to be 5,800 yen, a little less than 60 bucks. Digital version, about 5,500. You know, that's normal prices here for that type of stuff for 3DS third-party games. Sometimes they go up even higher. It's kind of crazy. Um... Another thing they showed off at that event, too, was uh, Final Fantasy Explorers. It's kind of like a new uh, online multiplayer. You also play, like, locally, local multiplayer, like, Final Fantasy type of game. Um, I believe you could play with, like, two to four people or something like that. And um, No, but it looks great. There's a lot of, like, video footage and stuff on there. I'll try to link you guys up um, maybe in this, if you're looking at your phone. I'll try to link it up from here and also on our show notes on the site so you can check it out because it's some pretty cool footage. And um, it almost kind of reminds me of, like, Dark Souls meets Final Fantasy times Babies or something, you know? <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so definitely not, like, hardcore. But, I mean, it looks like it can be, like, fun. So it's supposed to be coming out here this winter. So we'll see nice. about that. But, um, yeah. And then before, we talked about the NFC payments stuff. So, um, yeah. So that pretty much does it for the news oh very very small news tidbit sure bayonetta 2 will have co-op oh wow yeah Yeah. okay i have a friend visiting from the u.s who is maybe the world's biggest bayonetta fan so oh wow we're probably gonna (laughs) play it and stream it sweet all right yeah that that's a um around tgs i think it comes out during tgs Oh, right on. Also, too, you know, probably in the next on the next uh, episode of the show, um, I'm probably going to get Hyrule Warriors, so you can look forward to you know hearing at least me talk about that. I don't oh, know if sweet. anybody else is going to get that or. Yeah, I mean, know. I was I was planning on getting it for a long time, and then just lately, <laughs> lately, I just haven't. Like, it, it looks cool. It looks really cool, mm-hmm, especially mm-hmm. for like a big Zelda fan like me. I've just been busy with other stuff, so I don't know if I'll have a chance to play it. But <laughs> if you're going to be playing it. I'll be yeah. able to hear about it from you. So that'd yeah. be awesome. <laughs> there you go. Oh God, you're putting pressure on me. Don't do it, please. God. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, um, do we have any other uh, interesting tidbits, Ty, that I might have just left out? Um, I think that's it. Okay. 
And, you know, there's probably a bunch of other crap that I did forget, but too bad. <laughs> we're going to move on anyways. Uh, after the short break, we're going to have a feature from Ty. Yes. So um, it should be pretty fun, so be sure to keep on tuning in. And after this short musical break, we'll be right back. All right, and next we have our feature here for the month, which I'm going to have Ty introduce. It's all his idea. It sounded awesome. So, uh, Ty, take it away. Okay, this is a game called Fake or Real. In the past on this podcast, I've mentioned a few times uh, really, really weird video games that are hard to imagine as being real. Like, I think last month I mentioned Hot Toffle Boyfriend, the pigeon <laughs> dating simulator. Mm-hmm. And I... Some other games I mentioned in the past, there, there's like a action shooter game where you're a fish. <laughs> yeah, those are real games. <laughs> J- Japan has come out with some crazy, crazy games. And so I'm going to ask, no, I'm going to describe three games. And they may be fake or real. And my lovely contestants... Danny and Matt will try to guess um, if they are fake or real. Woo! Yeah. All right. Okay. So, uh, without further ado, let me describe the first game. This is an arcade game where you physically flip a table because you are mad at your family. And if you flip it really hard, you get a high score. Is this a real game or a fake game? Wow. So Matt and I, we can discuss this? Or we yeah, feel free to discuss it. <laughs> maybe, maybe you know. Maybe you don't know. I don't know. Matt, I don't know about you, man. I don't go to the arcade very often. Yeah, I don't go to the arcade too often yet, but I've never seen anything like that in the arcade. I'm trying to think of the crazy, some of the more crazy hardware that I've seen in the arcade, and nothing like that comes to mind. So I'm gonna, I, I would lean towards fake here. I was saying, unless it's not some kind of like crazy hardware, it's just a crazy idea with like no crazy hardware. I mean, maybe. Okay, so <laughs> maybe maybe is, maybe, maybe is not an acceptable answer. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Um, maybe so. Maybe you would like just kind of like mash on a button or something like by building up power and then right by doing that, then you would be able to flip the table even harder. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna go with yes. This is definitely a real thing, and I'm probably gonna be wrong. Okay, this game. Is real. What really? Yeah. (laughs) Is it hardware? Physical peripheral where you have to flip it up as hard as you can. God. Wow. (laughs) What's it called? I believe it's called Super Table Flip. Oh no. Super Table Flip. I'm not 100 percent sure that name, but I know you can go to Akihabara. You go to uh, Hay, and they have it there. Wow. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So that's you where you're going to bring your buddy that, that's playing Bayonetta then. You're going to – Yeah. Your Bayonetta friend, you're going to have fun with that game. Yep. Yeah, I'm actually going to be staying in Tokyo for a couple of days, like in a couple of weeks. Maybe I'll just try to go there and find this thing. Yeah. Nice. So you can get, <laughs> so you can get in the high score table, super table flip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, there, there are plenty of games where, you know, you punch a punching bag or something like that. Right. This, this is thinking, somewhat yeah. similar, I guess. Okay. <laughs> so it's not, just that you're flipping tables. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Wow. That's interesting. Okay. All right. Now let's. Yeah. What else do we got, man? Well, well let's check our scoreboard here. That's one for Danny, zero, <laughs> zero for Matt. That's right. If I can win at something in my life, you know, I'll take okay. it. Okay. But we still got two more games to go. Oh, God. Okay. This game. This is a game where you are beat Takeshi, the, oh. the famous actor. And you move about a city and get into all sorts of crazy situations. And if you die, there's a sad funeral scene. <laughs> I think this one's real. I'm pretty sure there was a beat Takeshi game. Yeah, I could have swore there's one maybe on like Famicom or something. I might be just gonna right. get confused because there's what there's like all sorts of crazy like celebrity games on Famicom here. Right. Um, I know I know there was there was one, but I can't remember who was actually with him in it though. You know? <laughs> so this could be like a trick question where it was like, Yeah, technically he was involved with a game like that, but It wasn't know, starring it him. It wasn't him. Yeah, exactly. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I thought like the main character of that game was some something else, like you were like a, a salary man or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. So I'm gonna go with real. You're gonna go with real. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm just gonna go put my money where my mouth is, or something like that. And I'm gonna say no, just because Matt said yes. All right. Wow, you're, you're hedging your bets here. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> betting against Matt has been a solid strategy. So exactly. Far. <laughs> the one time I did it in my life. <laughs> okay. All right. So, the game where you're a beat Takeshi is real. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Yeah, it's a real game. Is it arcade? I don't know. It actually was a Famicom game. Okay. God. Yeah, you you might have a good memory there. That might be the one. I think that's one that beat Takeshi, as far as I understand. He absolutely hated video games. And so he purposefully (laughs) made this game so hard that, like, you know, anybody that would play it would, like, fucking hate the game. (laughs) Yeah, I looked at uh, some YouTube vids. I could see that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that that's actually how that rolled. So. Yeah, if you if you out there are wondering who Beat Takeshi is, uh, well, first of all, if you look at your phone right now, you're going to see a picture of his big, beautiful, smiling face. He might be frowning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how big his beautiful or big and or beautiful <laughs> smile is, but... You're going to see a face, and it's going to be his, yeah. ideally. And um, anyways, I, you know, the first time I was ever introduced to anything about Beat Takeshi was in the movie Battle Royale, Battle Royale, and um, he's like a teacher. Right. He gets his ass cut with a knife. Right. And then puts all the shit together. It's a crazy movie. Um, anyway. Although, yeah, I mean, if you're going to Tokyo in the next couple of weeks, you can just hang out in Asakusa and he'll be walking around over there. So, Right on. <laughs> <laughs> he just lives in that area. He just kind of chills. So. Nice. Cool. Okay. Um, I suppose it's time to move on to our third question. So this is it. This is for all the marbles. This, this is going to be the tiebreaker, too. Yeah. yeah, who's going to go home a champion? I'm just going to guess the same one as you, so I'm not going to lose. <laughs> We're both going to lose, aren't we? <laughs> solid strategy, yeah. Okay. This is a game where you are a DJ hero. No, this is no relation to the DJ hero game in the U.S. I was going to say, There's boom, no, it's a game. No peripheral <laughs> okay. needed. And what you do is you manage a radio station. And... You're trying to manage this radio station in order to uh, defeat a Yakuza group by putting in messages into your radio broadcasts. 
like subliminal and overt in your music broadcasts. And then you defeat the Yakuza and the, the rival DJ and become the radio hero. Wow, say this Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with fake for two reasons. One because the other two were real. <laughs> so statistically speaking, this is probably fake. <laughs> and then uh, two, it was also a much more detailed explanation than the other two. So I'm going to say fake based on those two things. You know what? I'm going to say I'm going to take this all. And I'm going to bet and say that, yes, this is real. And I'm going to be walking away with $1 million. And Matt, I'm sorry, you're going to be in the poorhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing will have changed for me. <laughs> Was it a longer description? These are all like one sentence here in my notepad. <laughs> Maybe a sentence and a half. It was This This one just had it had more like, you know, detail about like the mechanics. So. Hmm. Okay, well, I did have to distinguish it from DJ Hero. True enough. Okay, so this game is fake. All right. <laughs> I knew it. Matt I knew is I was the big lose. winner. God, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> but I'll tell you, I did lift this game description from uh, the Peter. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I did lift this description from the Peter Molyneux parody Twitter account. Nice. <laughs> That's a good one to lift from. Yep. So I'm not going to do that next time, but yeah, that Twitter is Peter Molly do. <laughs> and it's a laugh riot. Oh, it really is. It's really good. Yep. So yeah, let's look at our scoreboard here. We got <laughs> Danny one, Matt zero. And, you know, maybe some listeners would be able to beat you if they were keeping track of their score. Wait a second. Matt has zero points? Wait, did I say zero? I meant yeah. two. Uh, okay. <laughs> say, hey, I'll take the win. <laughs> I don't, hey, at least you caught that. <laughs> yeah, I should have just like, let it be. Oh, man. So, yeah, final score, <laughs> one to two. Damn it. Okay. Well, cool. Well, um, I'm hoping to maybe make this a continuous thing here on the show. So um, as long as Ty keeps coming up with some... Uh, you know, stuff to talk about, um, made up or not. Yeah, I'd like to keep us going. And maybe sometime in the future, too, maybe even have you guys interact with us directly. Um, yeah, get get some callers in, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll try to work out a way to do that type of stuff. So, yeah, awesome. Well, thanks a lot, Ty, for that. That was cool, man. I was kind of looking forward to this ever since you kind of messaged me about this stuff. Yeah, my pleasure. Yeah, right? You know, I have a long history of doing trivia games. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Right on. I hope you enjoy it. And I have lots more games stashed away. Some fake, some real. Perfect. Nice. Perfect. So definitely look forward to that, guys. So we'll take one more quick break. We have an email that I want to actually read on the air for us here. And then we'll go ahead and close out the show. So like I said, we'll take another quick break and we'll be right back. All right, so we're back, and like I said, we have an email, and so I'll go ahead and just read that here for us. And uh, dear family crew, have you seen the new Mario Kart 
uh, arcade game, uh, the fourth one, and he linked us up with the trailer. We just previously watched this stuff. I'll have this linked up on so you can see it on your smart devices and also in the show notes. Um, have you played any of the previous ones? Are they as terrible as everyone says? What makes them so terrible? <laughs> Even though the, new, the newest one looks terrible, I have to admit that the Fusion Kart is a great idea and would have worked well in Mario Kart 8. Imagine it online. We'll talk about this in a couple minutes, too. Um, as a closing question, what are your favorite arcade games to play in Japan? If Ty is in the show, it can't be a fighting game or crane game. Uh, from your biggest fan, Dan Solnite. Uh, thank you very much, Dan, for that. Appreciate the email. Um, also, too, if you have an email or anything you ever want to uh, throw out, throw out, throw our way, you can email us at, at Famicat or Nintendo World Report at Fami. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> How's that beer treating you, Danny? <laughs> <laughs> Famicast at NintendoWorldReport.com. You can also tweet at us at the Famicast. Uh, and also we have our individual Twitters, that Twitter handles that will be uh, listed off at the end of the show. Um, so I guess, you know, if you really want to kind of know what he's talking about with a lot of this stuff, I'd suggest just watching this trailer that we have linked up for you so you can see. Uh, in terms of, like, Fusion Kart, like, what it is in this game, from what I can tell from the trailer, it's uh, you can play two-player co-op, and your carts, like, fuse together, and then you're, like, shooting stuff. Yeah, I saw a tank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's basically you turn into a tank, and you're just, like, blowing shit away. I mean, kind of. Um, yeah, anyways. So, have you guys played any of these, like, Mario Kart arcade games? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've, I've played them in the arcades. And... Okay, so I only played the first one. That was the first time I ever came to Japan, like, 2006. Yeah. And then I just quit because I was like, "Wow, this is kind of a ripoff." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Isn't it basically you just you pay like a buck or two bucks or whatever the heck it is, and you basically just play one race? Yeah, or it maybe not even that. It's actually, I swear to God, it's something like as bullshit as like you play like one lap or something. Wow, That's really? probably not true. Uh, well, I, I seem to remember playing, um, you know, a three lap race. I can't remember if it was winner stays or not. No, because I, I think I remember winning, and I was like, oh, cool, I got first place. Oh, wait, that doesn't mean shit, <laughs> which is kind of stupid. It's it like, is dumb. Okay. Winner stays, loser pays. Yeah, it's like, no, you all pay. That, that might be a machine <laughs> setting dependent on the individual arcade. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. I love that. No, you all pay. <laughs> yeah, when I, when I, more, than, more ways than another. When I worked at the arcade in my hometown... We had some big decals that said "Winner stays, loser pays," all over the Uh-oh. toilet in the employees' restroom. <laughs> nice. Yep, I imagine they were meant for Mortal Kombat or whatever. But yeah, it's a good yeah, and it's a good message to live your life by. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't know. Like, I didn't even know this was still a thing. I just kind of figured they just quit making these things. I kind of hoped to God they did, but. I mean, you know, it, uh, I think the thing about playing Mario Kart in the in the arcade, it's just like a, it, it's kind of like an event, right? It's something that you you can do at home, but it's a little different because you can be in like a cart type of thingy and you have a wheel or whatever. But I mean, I guess you could argue you could kind of do that with the Wii version and the Wii version anyway. Yeah. But so it's kind of like less of a spectacle is what it could have been like when they released the first one, you know. Um, well, I mean, you know, if you watch the video, you you realize that really the big the big sell here is the fact that one of the playable characters is Donchan from Taiko right. no Tetsujin. <laughs> so that's really that's really why you go to the arcade. I mean, the I thing is, it's in, 
it's impossible Don't that Batman is DLC. There's just no way that they can do that. You know, they can't Sarcasm. do that. Exactly. Sarcasm. You know, and I mean, I, I can I can take my Donjon body pillow and I can try to pretend <laughs> that I'm playing Mario Kart with him, but unless I go to the arcade, I really don't get that. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess the consensus is you guys really don't like Mario Kart Arcade. <laughs> no. And it, it, dude, I mean, it's just so like redundant. Like even nowadays, I mean, Mario Kart Eight just came out, and they're it's like, are you guys serious? You this this is a new thing that's happening. <laughs> well, I don't know. You know, there are good racing games in the arcade. Like, <laughs> so I mean, I don't think it's bad because it's Mario Kart in the arcade. But you know, I think it has it suffers from being like oversimplified, right? It's you know, the same things I complained about Mario Kart 8 last month, except, you know, exacerbated. Like, you know, there's... I I don't remember exactly, but, you know, I don't even remember if you could even... Even could power slide. Definitely couldn't stack up a lot of items. It's like, there's not much in the game to make it interesting. So... Yeah, I, I mean... It's kind of fun when I played the original one back in the day. I mean, I had the excitement of being in Japan for the first time and, you know, like that type of stuff going for me. And, and I mean, at the time, it was kind of fun and just ideal, just namely just for that. I was like, hey, I'm in Japan. I'm playing Mario Kart in the arcade. Oh, yeah, I can't do this in my hometown because I live in central Illinois and we don't have arcades. Yep, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I, I personally, I mean, I, like I, I think we just said earlier. I mean, I don't even really go to the arcade, unfortunately, <laughs> really too much anymore these days. You suck. Um, you yeah. should go to the arcade <laughs> all the time. I should. We should have a get together where we cruise the arcades that I like. I'd probably just watch you play because I. It just feels like a waste of money anytime I play an arcade game because I just lose. Or not have fun again. Well, well, well. <laughs> Looks like another opportunity for me to tell you to get good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you guys could stream that, then I can live frivolously through you. And... <laughs> well, we can probably put it on YouTube or something. So. <laughs> That'd be good. I'd appreciate that. So as, as for the closing question, uh, what are you guys' favorite arcade games to play in Japan? And Ty, there's a you know a thing especially for you. Yeah. <laughs> Can't be a fighter game or a crazy game. Let's see. Besides... So. Um, Fighting games or crane games? Let's see. Well, there's like another prize game I like where you get a pellet gun and you have to shoot <laughs> through these paper strips that are holding up a prize. Oh, really? Yeah. I haven't seen that game like in the last couple of years. I imagine it's like impossibly hard to maintain. So it's kind of like Robocop? Uh, yeah, yeah, kind of like. Um... <laughs> when you're shooting through the dress. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Except. <laughs> Except it's like a paper tag, and if you shoot through it, like the the prize falls into the return. And okay. and since like I'm from America, and therefore a gun maniac, um, <laughs> I I, w- I cleaned up on that game. But besides that, you know, I love music games, and I love shmups. Like you know, I like Ikaruga and Death Smiles, and some others. And you know, music games I like Beat Mania, Drum Mania. Mm-hmm. DDR. Yeah, I mean, for me, I mean, when I was going to arcades and stuff, which wasn't a very long period of my life, <laughs> unfortunately, I, I like playing DDR. I thought that was a lot of fun. It was kind of around the time of the craze of that in the states. Um, at the same time, too, I was like, I was always playing kind of like those Sega sports games, 
in the arcade, like uh, virtual tennis, stuff like that. I always had kind of fun with that stuff, personally. Nice, nice. No uh, Idol I mean... Master? <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> For me, uh, I mean, being in Japan, uh, if I jump into an arcade, I mean, I'll always, I'll always kind of play either a little bit of Street Fighter Four or like one of the old SF games like SF2 or SF3 Third Strike or something. Yeah. If we're not, if we're leaving out like fighting games, then, uh, I think it was specifically maybe towards. Yeah. Like, like (laughs) the first 20 would be like a bulleted list of fighting games. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, otherwise I I do, I do enjoy playing like Taekwondo Tessujin actually just like, just Mm -hmm. kind of the simple, just like, okay, I'm just going to bang on this drum a little bit and that's going to be fun. Um, yeah. And you can hit it like as hard as you want. It's probably not going to break. Yeah, definitely, definitely, exactly, <laughs> which really helps when, you know, you need to take all your aggression out on something. Exactly. Uh, but when I was a kid, like, when I was a kid, I mean, I played I played a ton of, like, fighting games in the arcade. I played a ton of Killer Instinct, played a ton of Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter. Um, but even, way before that, even, like, just being at the arcade, it was like, that was where you could play the kind of coolest looking games, you know? Like, mm-hmm. so I remember playing, like, you know, Double Dragon looked incredible for a time, you know, Final Fight looked really cool. Uh, the Turtles games, right? Those games were awesome. Mm. The X Men f- uh, game by Konami that had the the four players that you could play. Um, Dude, and then six there was a, players. There was a RoboCop games. God, was it six players? That's yeah, awesome. If it was the there was the, the double screen version and the single screen version. That's right. That's right. Wow. That's right. <laughs> that's there cool. was the double screen version. Yep. Yeah. That was awesome. And then uh, I remember there was this RoboCop game that it just it had these great, awesome graphics. Um, <laughs> And so, yeah, just playing all those games back in the day was a lot of fun. These days, it's more just like, you know, what's what's kind of like the, the easiest game to get into that, you know, has some interesting hardware on it, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, I also want to put out some shout-outs to, like, the first three Time Crisis games. Oh, yeah, man. I, that's just fun. Um, yeah, I played those pretty religiously when I was in college because they were, well... Yeah, like um, in college, like every every lunch lunch period, I would go and play Time Crisis One <laughs> for like a period of like six or nine months. And like, would you forego lunch and just be like, my lunch is playing this? Game. Yeah, like, like I would eat and then <laughs> okay, um, maybe and go play Time <laughs> Crisis One. And I I would only play put in like one credit, and I would just see how far I could get. And I got farther and farther until, like, I beat the game on one credit. And then I kept going until, like, I beat the game without getting hit. Oh, wow. Yeah. And um, then at, like, a part-time job I had, they had Time Crisis 2. And I did the same thing with that game. Hmm. Yeah. Time Crisis 2 is a lot harder. But, yeah, I did finally one credit finish that game. Uh, I think Time Crisis 3, I, I took two credits. So yeah, I like those games. They're fun. Time Crisis Four, not so much. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. Well, like I said again, if you have any emails, questions, complaints, criticisms, anything like that, hit us up. Um, you can also—I I didn't mention this before—you can always also hit us up in the talkback thread uh, below the story that we have on the site. So. Um, with that, I think we're going to go ahead and close out the episode, unless you guys have anything else to add to this topic. Um, yeah, if you guys are interested in uh, getting in on fake or real, like as listeners, let me know. Maybe we can bring some people on the show or something. Yeah, yeah. We can play with the format, see how it goes. 
Sure, yeah. And yeah, 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 exactly. And actually, Ty, what is your Twitter handle? Because this, this is a place where you can actually get a hold of Ty if you're interested or something like that. Yes, my Twitter handle is Final Fantasy Seven Blazed. No, it's not. <laughs> Wait, what? That is my oh, change originally. That's my favorite Twitter account this week, though. It's Final <laughs> Fantasy or FF Roman numeral seven underscore blazed. Just read it; it's magic. But no, my my real Twitter is Super Cat Drugs. Mm-hmm. No right. underscores or anything. Yeah, so hit tie up if you you know want to participate. Uh, in some way or you know way or another, and we'll try to figure that out how we can do that. I don't know about Ty. Right now, I'm on a very very long vacation um, until like basically the very end of August, so it's going to be great. Uh, I, I hope. <laughs> um, hoping to play a lot of video games. Um, Matt, what is your Twitter handle, bro? I'm Gypsy Otoko. So mm-hmm. Gypsy G G Y P S Y, and then Otoko O T O K O. No spaces, no under no underscores. Cool, and I am at DannyBiv, D-A-N-N-Y-B-I-V. Uh, and again, I'll mention again, if you want to follow the Famicast Twitter handle, we can do that too. It's just at the Famicast. Um, sometimes James Charlton hijacks it and does some stuff, which I think is awesome, because he's usually probably making fun of me. <laughs> but um, I want to hijack yeah. it. Maybe I can hook you up with that so you can do the same. Yes. (laughs) So, yeah, be sure to check that stuff out. Um, Yeah, so that's all we got for the month. Um, Yeah, guys, thank you so much for coming on this month. Thank you, buddy. Oh, my pleasure as always. Yeah, and you guys, I hope you guys out there are enjoying your summers, and we will catch you next time. Late.